seemed to really enjoy life. Great kid. Looked like he had a very promising future, you know, irregardless of what he chose to do. Welcome to Radio Irregardless, your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless. Now please welcome to the Internet Airwaves. Really? Internet Airwaves? It's, it's okay, you can just do it. It's just, just say Internet Airwaves, it sounds really cool. Alright, sorry, I'm just... Internet Airwaves. Okay then, please welcome to the Internet Airwaves, your host, Mark Scalia. And welcome to Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. Ah, another Wednesday. And it's a very nice Wednesday, by the way. I don't know if you guys have been outside, but it is, it was uh, like 55 degrees today. (laughs) What a change. I mean, because instead of fighting with snow and rain and cold and all the other bullshit we got something nice so uh first and foremost welcome to radio irregardless your non-standard blend of irrespective and regardless and i'm the host of the show mark scalia uh it is wonderful to be back on air with you guys and if you're listening through my website and you'd like to participate in the chat feel free to click the listening box and it will catapult you (laughs) it'll catapult you over to the broadcasting site which is mixler m-i-x-l-r Dot com, and it will uh, then open up and you sign on using Facebook uh, or a different email. And then you can live chat with us. And speaking of live chatters, uh, currently, uh, it's a slow night, but it's a nice night. So maybe people are busy, you never know. Uh, but I've got two wonderful listeners, uh, my lovely bride, Karen, and of course, a very good friend, uh, Brendan Millett, uh, with his This Is Why Aliens Don't Come, uh, which is his podcast, his show, and he tried to get it started on Mixler, but had some technical glitches as I tried to explain with them. I've never had a technically perfect show, and uh, tonight will be no exception. So... <laughs> Instead of me ranting on about this, let's start the rant off correctly with the happening now monologue. Everything that happens now is happening now. What happened to then? That's the when? Just now. We're at now now. Go back to then. When? Now. Now? Now. I can't. Why? We missed it. When? Just now. When will then be now? Soon. And uh, as I said, <clears throat> it is, um, it's March. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> and coughing, I don't know why. Uh, and it is March, and today was one of the first days uh, that it was completely glorious. It was like 48 degrees yesterday and like 55 degrees today, and I was out there, and I was chopping all the snow down, and I was, I felt almost sorry for this snow, and then I went, fuck that! I hate fucking snow, especially all the snow we got. So I was very happy to be cutting all that up. So, um, Which brings me to um, part of my... Um, uh, happening now monologue. I've been having, uh, I, I did something on my back like the day I came back from Canada, um, my three week, uh, tour. Um, and I did something and I pulled something or I 
popped something. I don't know what I did, but it hasn't been the same. And with all the snow and the ice and the, the temperatures, um, it hasn't really healed. So I have to go. Um, I try to go back to the gym. Um, and I, I went to the gym last week and I haven't been since, but I've been shoveling and breaking up ice. So I've been trying to stay very active. Um, and I made an appointment with a, with a chiropractor. And I know a lot of people don't like chiropractors. They're like, I don't like to be moving around. And, and I was like, you know, some, I like that. It's like, and they massage you for a while and then they put that heat thing on you and then they get you in the rack <laughs> and they make you swear allegiance to a foreign king and you, Oh, how's that? Oh, that's much better. So, um, but before I do all that, I've been taking a leave and what the fuck is a leave got in it? It's so good. It's my God. I'm like, I don't know what heroin is like, but I, I like a leave and a leave is legal. I like that. So I've been taking the leave and, uh, I actually wrote this up a couple days ago. Um, the, uh, Salem, I've been trying to plan a comedy festival or some type of uh, comedy thing um, to get uh, to to get Salem kind of on the map, you know, as far as comedy goes. Which com- Salem is a very difficult place to do comedy, and uh, I-, I thought, you know, I've done a bunch of festivals and stuff like that, and uh, so uh, long story short, too late. Um, we are. I'm now in almost full blown production. This is the preliminary stuff. But we're really, I'm really starting to move into the Salem Comedy Expo Festival. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I'm going to, it's, but it's a whole, it's, uh, I wanted it to be a week, but it might just be a long weekend, which would be more cost effective. But uh, it's going to be fun. So I'm kind of, you know, gearing up for that. That's going to be next winter it, because I had enough. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's trying to get me motivated. And I did want to bring up this, and I know that, you know, uh, politics and religion, you're not supposed to talk about, but this is something that was kind of funny in the news. Not funny, peculiar funny. The Sigma Alpha Epsilon uh, fraternity of Oklahoma University, they put out a video. Apparently, they were on a bus, and they were doing some kind of, here we go. (laughs) No, no, this is going to be fine. But their chant, was uh the, some basically the yelling out racial slurs. I mean they, they and I I hate to say I hate to say the n word because I just want to say it. I don't believe in it. I'm like Lenny Bruce when it comes to that. Lenny Bruce did not believe that words had power. You only give them power, you know that kind of thing. But they were chanting that ne- there won't be a essentially there won't be a black guy in our frat. There won't be a black guy. Blah blah blah. And it was like, but they said the n word like three times, and I'm like, oh my god, you got to be kidding me. Black guys are never going to want to pledge with that type of attitude. It's just not. <laughs> it's just not a good environment. You know, I wouldn't want to do that. You know, it's just the way I roll. You know, but you, let's. Uh, that's enough of the happening now monologue. And I wanted to play something with you guys I haven't played in a while. You know, what we're going to play. We're going to play Cover Me. Yeah, and since it's just Brendan and Karen. This should go uh, fairly quickly, because <laughs> you are the only two people capable of, uh, <laughs> oh dear Lord. See, I was a funny way to get out of it. See? That was funny. It pushed it, but I got out of it, so that's what it did. So Cover Me is where I play a song that we all believe is an original, and then I tell you that it was actually a cover. Um, it's very, it's slightly the same as um, 
free sample, but that's when they sample a song that you were like, oh, that sounds familiar. But this is a cover song. So you must remember this. This is one of my favorite songs. Uh, this is from 1967. Remember this? Of course you do. <laughs> It's Respect by Aretha Franklin, which she originally done, she did, in 1967, which is awesome. And we're like, oh, that's Aretha. It's got Aretha all over it. That's her song. But did you know that the original was done two years earlier by Otis Redding? Now fuck you up. Very different. And what you need, baby, you got it. All I'm asking for the check when I come home. That is so awesome. And I love Otis Redding. And especially, like, I was, I went through a whole, you know, blues, jazz, uh, you know, like bluesy stuff. I went through that. And I actually love that version. I've never heard it before, but I love that. You guys might remember this. Now, everybody thinks this is Janis Joplin who is singing this song, but it's not Janis Joplin. This is actually Big Brother and the Holding Company with Janet, jo- Janet Joplin. But Janis Joplin. Janet Janis. And we all know this song. Anybody? Brendan got respect earlier. No, not not take a little. It's not take a little. It's easier than that. Easier than that. It's just it's just peace of my heart. That's it. Just peace of my heart. But I always thought that was Janis Joplin, but it's not. It's Big Brother and the Holding Company with Janis Joplin. It's completely, completely different. Uh, I didn't know the proper title either. But did you know? Now, that song was in 1968, but just one year earlier, um, Irma Franklin redid it. What? What? You might have heard this one. It's It doesn't have the raspy... Yeah, that's sexy right there. Yeah. (laughs) This is how people react to me when I know random movie shit. Yeah. I just love this part. That's Irma Franklin. That's 1967. Only a year before, and it's a very different feel. And this is something I really wanted to go over. I was never a big Beatles fan. 
I just, I always thought, and I get in this debate, I've talked to people, they're like, oh, the Beatles are the greatest band ever. And I'm like, no, the Beatles are overrated. And I believe that. I believe, like, uh, Lennon, very talented, you know, uh, Harrison, uh, it, all of them, all of them. You know, Paul McCartney, even Ringo, talented. I'll give them that. But as the best band ever, completely overrated. Because you must remember this song. Everybody knows this song. Yeah. It's Twist and Shout. 1963. It's part of the British invasion. That's what it was. But I knew it. I knew this. It's a fucking... It's... What? You... I could throw you one of the most covered songs, put a spell on you. Yeah, yeah. I read it. I don't know. I would I would not get that right. I'll tell you what, I won't get it right. Go blow my cover! I don't know. <laughs> the original one. Tell me about the original one, Brendan. It's uh is that your tongue sticking out? Do you know the original? Now I'm, I'm gonna have dead air now. I gotta get to my guest. <laughs> I should have just had your call. It would have been a quicker conversation. But no, the, the Beatles. Oh, Screaming Jay Hawkins. Oh, there we go. I put a spell on you. Yeah, I know that one. But did you know the Twist and Shout song is not the Beatles, which I think everybody should know. The Beatles did a lot of covers, and that's one of the covers. This one was originally done by the Top Notes two years earlier. 1961. I like this one better. What do you mean this sucks? See, it's picking up. I got a bad back and I'm dancing in my chair. Major suckage. Really? It's a, it's like a, a 50s song, man. There's nothing you could do. It's just that's the way it is. And that's why I like it. That's why I like it. And I like it better than the original because I'm a big fan of the Beatles. I don't know if I mentioned that. Not a big fan of the Beatles. <laughs> The later stuff when they actually wrote things, you know, like imagine, well, that was Lennon, but, you know, when they actually wrote stuff, Nowhere Man, <laughs> yeah, Nowhere Man, really? Oh, then now Jay's going to pipe up. Uh, yeah, you're Nowhere Man. You're Nowhere Man. <laughs> you know, I am going to go. What we're going to do is we're going to take our first break, and then I'll go somewhere, man. And when we come back, uh, we are going to hear from a very funny uh, com comedian, uh, local guy, very funny, Mr. Mike Malloy, when we come back. And uh, we're going to take our first break. And guys, uh, now this three, and I'm glad Jay joined us as well. So uh, I'm glad you could join us on Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. We'll be right back. This episode of Real Celebrity Rumors, The Flintstones. The show first aired on September 30th, 1960, 
but was cancelled six years later, due to the one-a-day vitamin scandal. More difficulties came, when Fred's dog died by choking on a brontosaurus bone. A police autopsy revealed later it was actually from, an apatosaurus. In April 1987, Wilma filed for divorce. Later that year, she wrote a tell-all book. Yabba Dabba Do's, and Do Nots. My life, as a Flintstone. Fred now lives alone in Bedrock. And on the next Real Celebrity Rumors. The Powerpuff Girls. Sugar, Spice, and Not Everything Nice. Uh-oh! Guess what day it is! Guess what day it is! Huh? Anybody? Come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. You know what today is? It's Hump Day! Woohoo! How happy are people listening to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia? Happier than a person with a hump on their back. Listen live every Wednesday to Radio Irregardless with Mark Scalia. Hump Day! And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And joining me via Skype is the aforementioned, very funny, Mike Malloy, everyone. Hey, give Mike hey, a round of applause, would you please? Where, where is it? Yes, let's give him a round of applause. There we go. Because we love Mike. He's a very funny guy. That's Thanks what. for having me, guys. They're even, they're even texting how much they love you. They're clapping it. That would be very yeah, nice. <laughs> So, Mike, you know, it's funny. You guys can't hear him, but um, I'm doing the promo. <laughs> and, of course, it's the it's the Geico promo I've done. When he goes, Mike, 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 Mike. Mike goes, hi, how are you? And it, was, I got, it was weird because it's me doing the promo, so it's like I'm talking to Mike. And we've had almost like back-to-back mics. We have Mike Malloy, and then a few weeks ago, I think we had Mike, uh, Mike Fahey, actually. Yeah, Mike Fahey was uh on the tour yeah it was two weeks ago it was mike fahey but now we have mike malloy a very funny guy and mike that was a long way to go for a punchline but finally how are you my yeah, friend absolutely. very good very good how about yourself i'm good i'm good it's warming warming up it, it's starting to get there it's having have a little bit of hope really you're starting oh my god i was like no call co- i was like no coat today Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, didn't spend too much time outside today, so didn't didn't have much need for a coat. Now, do you do you work days? Uh yeah, I, I work remotely for my company. So, I mean, I've been I've been working from home basically all of all of February and March. Like ever since that <laughs> snowstorm hit, they're just like, yeah, don't come. <laughs> so I don't come. That's it I works out pretty great. I don't blame it's, you, man. Uh, it's a pretty nice system. And you're a, and you're a very funny uh, stand-up as well. And how long have you been at the stand-up game, my friend? I have been at this now for four years. Oh, my so, God. Yeah, four years. Uh, you know, my listeners are going to know that the comics are getting younger and younger every time I talk to them. <laughs> You're like, no, actually, no, it's three. It was like three. Rich, Ryan Channy been doing it three years, and you're four years. So maybe next, my next guess will be five years, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? So, and, uh, but you're not originally from Boston, are you? Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm from originally near the Cape, but I mean, I've been in this area my whole life. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're you, you now you live in you live in you live in South Boston. Yep, South Boston. How's that? How's that with the snow? 
Uh, it was really bad. Um, I mean, having all the streets become one-way streets was certainly aggravating, especially when a lot of people did not adhere to those rules. Yeah. Um, uh, but you know, it's 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 hell. Um, but we're getting through it. Did you did you put out something to hold your spot for the St. Patrick's Day parade that the garbage people took? <laughs> oh, good. Uh, no, people weren't leaving that out for the St. Patrick's Day parade. They were leaving that out for uh, like for parking spots. Yeah, yeah, they leave out stuff, but they said that they were going to clear them all away for St. Patrick's Day. I miss. I, oh, I said yeah, too were, much, too quickly. Yeah, they've already, they've already cleared most of that stuff out. <laughs> what did you put out to hold your spot? What did I put out? I think it was just a, a lawn chair. A lawn. Yeah, it was a lawn chair. <laughs> I miss. I must live in. I miss really living in the city. It's you, terrible. This is why we're all so cruel to each other. We just are miserable people. <laughs> I I used to live in Chelsea, and then well, I had I had a driveway parking space, which was fine. <clears throat> but when I yeah. lived in Revere, it was like I, I remember there was a guy who parked on the street, and he dug. You know, you shovel out like two, three hours. You shovel in a space. You put a trash can there. Somebody comes by, they just park in it, and the guy whose car it was. He came back out like an hour later, and the garbage can was through his windshield. And I'm not even making it up. It was like, yeah, I don't doubt it. I, I don't. And that's I, the thing, especially do after that. like five, five, six days. Like, you, it just shouldn't be there anymore. Like, the snow's gone. Like, it's not that that bad anymore. <laughs> it, it's still, it's still bad. In my, I can't park on my street, and I live in Salem. They didn't, they didn't plow my street. Oh yeah, I, I was standing on top of an eight foot bank today. <laughs> my wife was taking pictures thinking it was funny Ugh. she goes what are you doing i go i'm shoveling i took out the snowblower yeah. and I'm, i got slush coming out of it but that's enough about the weather because it's going to get warm so as far as warm goes you're originally from down the cape and now you live up how, how long have you been in south boston uh i've been in southie for four years now uh i lived one year over in the fenway area that was terrible i had to get out of there because it's <laughs> children and they're awful and they're loud and they break shit yeah and i hate them and they're just they're bad they're like people except smaller <laughs> yeah i well they're just they're just destructive and yeah. i hate it i just want peace yeah. <laughs> oh you're you're in that age bracket let me get you're about what 27 I'm 29. Ah! Oh, <laughs> You're getting to that, and I can't be bothered by bullshit anymore. <laughs> yeah, I just I have no patience for it. I don't I don't want to be dealing with that. Oh, I'm that's old. Funny. I'm, I want quiet. <laughs> that is funny. Oh my god. So uh, so as far as uh, doing stand up now, you were living down the Cape, and now you're here. When did yep. you when did you start comedy? When you were down living on the Cape, or when you were starting? No, uh, it was. Uh, I I mean, I had done it twice in college. Um, I went to, I went pretty pretty nearby Bridgewater State and mm -hmm. did two comedy contests. But I mean, I wasn't close enough into the city where I could just go and do open mics, and I didn't have a car, and I was just lazy. I was a lazy <laughs> college kid and a piece of crap, like any college kid is. I had no motivation, and then. Um, about the time I was 25, uh, is when I f finally was just like, yeah, you should do this. Cause it's something you've been saying you should do. So just do it. If you don't like it or you suck at it, that's fine. But <laughs> let's at least give it a try instead of, you know, maybe looking down, the, down the road being like, yeah, why didn't you try that? You should yeah. have tried it. That's, you know, and I've, uh, I've taught classes and I've had I've had actors and regular civilians and people, and they're like, you know, I've always wanted to try it, and they're in their 30s or their 40s, 
And I was like, yeah, why wouldn't you just at least try it? Try it on. If it yeah. doesn't fit, you just go, okay, at least I tried it. You know, do a, not even a bucket list. <clears throat> just, you know, just do it. Just stop fucking around. Do yeah, it. Yeah, well, I mean, people are terrified of failure. I mean, that's, <laughs> it's just a very well, that's, silly thing to be afraid of. That's like, entertainment you know. in general. You just, yeah. just got to, everybody's going to fail. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, what's the point? If you, I mean, you're never going to, figure out what you're really good at if yeah. you don't try new different things like if you're just doing the same same stuff over and over because you know you're good at it like what are you really building on <laughs> i'm i'm bad at a ton of shit but i still do it. i don't care <laughs> yeah. yeah if it's fun so you've been playing around boston you play at the studio where yeah. else where else do you play uh all over the place nicks laugh um comedy studio um I mean, you, as far as Boston clubs, that's about it. But, are I mean, are you all, working? Uh, you working anything in Maine, New Hampshire, Connecticut? Um, New Hampshire, I'm at the Shaskeen and Halligans quite a bit. Um, yeah, those guys are, are great. Um, Maine, I haven't got up to it as much as I'd like. I mean, uh, I'll go wherever. I'm I'm pretty flexible about that stuff. I just, you know, I I just haven't gotten much work in those areas just yeah. yet. Yeah, there's always, I, I find myself working more in New Hampshire and Maine. I'd love to work yeah. more in Boston. It's just, you know, with the, the Tony V show is still a bringer, which is fine. I just can't, why am I hearing high-pitched noise? Hold on a second. What the hell is that noise? Can anyone else hear that? <laughs> oh my God, I'm that guy. Can you hear that noise? I can't hear anything. Fuck. I'm losing my shit. Oh my god i was like i heard like it was like a dog i just it's just a high fish noise um but yeah i'd love to do more stuff and uh i'd love to do more stuff in boston because there's a lot of i mean you're in that group now where i don't know very many people you're in that like five to like like the three to six years of comedy and i don't know a lot of people and i think i'm trying to figure out when did we meet did we meet up at, at the um at the uh, halligan's or have, um, possibly, I think, yeah. I think that, that might've been where it was. Cause I've only been there once, but I've met like five or six people out of that one night, which was really cool. Yeah. So yeah. It, I think, I think it might've been Hallian's. I yeah. think it was a couple months back. It's such a fun room too. And, uh, and, uh, Sean really, I think Sean, yeah. Sean, Sean Tumbley. Sean Tumbley. Yeah. Yep. He, uh, he runs a really good show there. It's fun, and he doesn't... I was supposed to be up there, and he was like, look, there's going to be like a foot of snow. You might... And I was like, that's fine, yeah. dude. I said, it's only like 25 bucks to close, so it's not... Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like I canceled a $300 gig. So uh, so what are you doing down here? So you're you're still doing the clubs. Now, are you are you involved? you have a significant other? Uh, yes. Yes, I have a girlfriend. Oh, you don't live with her, do you? No, oh, no, but uh, we're like we're like three blocks away. It's it's pretty convenient. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, I mean that's pretty much why we're dating. It's because we're three blocks away. <laughs> like, yeah, you know what? You, I just want to. Yeah, uh, you are lazy. Looking for, looking for a girl that's you know really convenient. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, just, I have... yelled out my window. Who wants to be my girlfriend? And the first person <laughs> I came, I was like, oh, you must live close by. This works. Is there a pizza place between the two? There is. This, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's fucking perfect. What else do you want? Where, what yeah, you, exactly. What do you? What else do you want out of life? That's fucking yeah. perfect right there. You know, and it's perfect, and it, that's a perfect place. Fucking off 
pizza place is a perfect place to take our uh, take our second break. And I'll tell you what, Mike, I've I've watched uh, I I've watched all the clips because I did some research about you, and I was watching sure. some of the clips, and you've got a really interesting. You're too young to be that bitter, and I love it. I just completely <laughs> love it. And when we come back, I'm going to play a game that is just probably really right up your alley. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that when we come back. Guys, you are listening to uh, Radio Irregardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia, and Mike Malloy, comedy ex- comic uh, comedian extraordinaire. And uh, we will be right back. I guess I'm probably not the surprise you expected. They're back. So what do you want to do? And police still targeting them. Tonight, Dateline's hidden cameras are in an undercover house complete with a hot tub. So did you bring your uh, swim trunks? You say that you're a pretty normal, horny old man. Talk about oral sex. There's the internet addict who comes clean. I'm too old for this shit. And the marine sniper who comes armed. What's in store for these men? Chris Hansen with a new to catch a predator. One ugly motherfucker. And you are back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And still on the phone with me, after all that, is still Mike Molloy. He's just waiting. And I did. I heard a fucking noise. I don't know what it was. Karen, is it you? You know something? She's just downstairs, and I'm in the office, and I know what she does. She probably had something in the microwave, and it was making a noise, and I could hear it six rooms away. But yeah. you know what's fucked up? You said you just yell at the window and you, and you find a girlfriend. I'm in the same house, and she will talk to me, and I won't hear her, but yet I'll hear every other fucking noise that's going on in the house. Like, yeah, it's funny how that ends it's, up working It's out. the strangest thing. I'll, I'll be, We'll be just talking, and I'll go, what's that? She goes, what? It's nothing. <laughs> no, just working away quietly. She is a liar. She is a complete liar. Um, but I love her anyway. So, so that was, so Mike, um, we, uh, we, I always like to play, uh, some games with the guests and, um, I would love to play a game with you. Are you, are are you a big fan of cinema movies? Do you, do you watch a lot? Yeah. Yeah. Fairly, fairly big. Well, there's, there's, you know, I mean, you know, comics, they, when we communicate, uh, I'll, I'll let you know this. Do you know Ralphie Joyal? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, Rafi's, uh, Rafi's been doing comedy for a long time and then stopped and started getting back into it. So he has a room up in Tewksbury called Pinatas. And, uh, this past Sunday he wanted to have a roast because apparently he went in for a lap band surgery and he thought he might mm-hmm. die. So he wanted to do a funeral, but he 
lived. So he said, let's have a roast. So, and I explained to everybody there that comics communicate uh, through kind of insulting each other somewhat to see how much we can get away. It's a form of affection. Yeah, and, and and there's in in movies a lot of times people will insult you and they kind of they might be really insulting or they could be kind of you know trying to get get to know you a little better. So I would like to play a game called If You Can't Say Something Nice. If you can't say something nice, you warthog faced buffoon. Don't say nothing at all. No, it's a very simple game where I play a movie clip, just like I just did, uh, just did then with the intro. Is I play a movie clip, and it's somebody insulting somebody, and you just have to guess the movie, not the actor, not the character, just the movie. And these vary. There's a uh, three, five, and nine. There's only three of them. And um, here's the thing: you will be playing against my live chatting audience. Now there are three of them because uh, we had four, and then five, and then they came back. But there is Jay, Karen, and Brendan. Now, they are experiencing uh, what I like to call an internet delay um, because the broadcasting software puts out a little bit of a delay because it has to be processed. But you and I are speaking virtually uh, simultaneously. So uh-huh. you're, that's your advantage because you're faster. The disadvantage is more of them than of you. So, yeah. so are, you, are, you, are you, ready, you ready to play this game? You think you, think you can take my audience? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, you want to threaten them a little bit? It's always fun to threaten them. Because they, they uh, they're not threatening you yet. They're not chanting away. So they're being Yeah, like, well uh I, I'm not I don't know. No but, trash talk. It's just, <laughs> I'm not I'm, I don't feel like trash talk. Okay, no yeah. trash talk. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine because you know, you could yeah. lose and then you don't want to look like an asshole. So it, Yeah, no, I, I wanna play it safe. But so. most of the listen most of the my guests go, Oh, I'm gonna fucking lose horrible at this. So, yeah. so they, they aim real real low, low. Real low. All right, here's the first one. This one's a very easy one. Face it. You're a neo maxi zoom dweeby. You're a neo maxi zoom dweeby. Maxi zoom dweeby. Face it. Uh, you're a neo maxi zoom dweeby. Oh, Isn't it? What is it? It's one of the, it's one of those. Oh shit! It's one of those John Holmes movies. Yep. yep. John Holmes. Uh, Wait a minute, John Club. John Holmes. <laughs> John Holmes was a porn star, wasn't he? No, no, wasn't he the guy that did the Breakfast Club? No, those, sixteen candles. That was John Hughes. John Hughes, what? <laughs> yeah, John Holmes <laughs> had an eighteen-inch dick or something like that. Yeah. It's... Oh man, I got <laughs> well, it's, uh... see, the Breakfast Club would be a whole different movie. If he... Yeah, <laughs> he was in it. You know what the Breakfast Club could have used? Eighteen-inch dick. <laughs> Would have been a great movie. Would, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to touch the 16 Candles reference. Anyway, yeah. um, long Jay. Long Duck Dong. <laughs> exactly, Long Duck Dong. Jay actually got it with The Breakfast Club uh, just before you. Um, no, nah, but I, I said it, like, and then I thought about it more. No. <laughs> I said it pretty early on in the process. You did. He actually did it. He actually has, like, six chats before that happened. So. Fuck chat. Jay can go right to hell. See, there you go. There's the chat I was looking forward to. <laughs> Jay, Jay was, he said, yes, he was. What is yes, he was, Jay? He said something about breakfast. Yes, I know. He didn't say breakfast club. He said something about breakfast. Right. I play fair as the host. All right, here we go. This one's a classic. There's, it's a point. He's a porn star. I know, Jay. We're moving on to the next one. This one's actually a very classic movie. It's five seconds. In the whole vast configuration of things, I'd say you were nothing but a scurvy little spider. 
That is It's a Wonderful Life. It is a wonderful life. That is correct. You get it right. Yes, it's it's a wonderful life. I only life. know that because I saw it. I've never watched that movie in my entire life, and I had to watch it this year. You, it was terrible. What? You've never... I had never watched it before, and I was up in Maine visiting my girlfriend's family, and they were insisting on watching it, and that movie is god-awful. I don't understand how the man embezzled all that money and did not go to jail. It's a stupid movie, and I hate it. <laughs> Nobody embezzled money. Didn't he? Wasn't he running like a Ponzi scheme? No. <laughs> what movie did you see? It's a Wonderful Life, the Christmas movie. Yeah, he didn't embezzle yeah, he has money. A bank and he he doesn't have enough money to cover his, no. his notes. Oh no, no, no! They had plenty of money, but they were loaning it and they were giving it. Yeah, the That's reason what I'm saying. the reason there was no money is because Uncle Billy left the money in the newspaper, and Mister Potter stole that money. They I don't had, care. It's a stupid movie. Had, <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when that movie first came out? Everybody hated it. Good. Everybody was right there. <laughs> People in the 40s knew what was up because that <laughs> movie sucked awful. Dog I've, shit. I've movie. never heard that kind of resentment for It's a Wonderful Life before. Oh, they were t- they were too big to fail. One of my listeners said <laughs> they were too big to fail. Uncle Billy, was, he's Wall Street. <laughs> all right, so we're all tied up, I think, so far. So here we go. Here's the last one. It's the longest one of the three. This one's easy. You are a worthless street rat. You were born a street rat. You'll die a street rat. And only your fleas will mourn you. (laughs) That is Aladdin. Oh, it would be Aladdin. That is correct. Oh, unbelievable. And for my listening audience, you failed. That ain't right. That ain't right. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. So here's what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> you don't have any feelings about Aladdin, do you? <laughs> eh, not really. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I think Robin Williams was overrated in that movie, but uh, a lot of people uh, people don't like yeah. it. He's Robin Williams. It's like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm Robin <clears throat> Williams. I'm doing 1,500 Well, now, now that he's dead, everything he did was the greatest. Yeah, no. It... <laughs> That's how history works well dead poet oh. society was uh he was he was brilliant in that plus it was a really good movie um yeah and uh was, he's, i mean he's, he's great in a lot of movies no, yeah oh wrong. awakening it's always revisionist history when after somebody's dead we're yeah. always just like oh it was the best uh, <laughs> it's like richard donner it's a wonderful life it's so good yeah but like i sat through a couple of movies with him and al pacino that i was like i want to kill myself for watching this but i forget what it was like lake placid or something or oh. something no, it was uh, well, uh not like our one hour, hour photo or something. Dinosaur movie. Um, one hour photo was bad. Al, oh, let me look at Al Pacino. Yeah. What? Wait a minute. What? He the the one was he was up in Alaska and Pacino couldn't Insomnia, get him to sleep. That's Insomnia. That's it. Terrible. Yeah. yeah, that movie was terrible. Very bad. Yeah. Well, pick a bunch of the last I don't know ten films Pacino's made. They've been all horrible. Yeah, Pacino is very bad, but He's, yeah. Whatever he did, what he did up until then. So he's now, yeah. he, well, he's playing himself now. That's all he can do. Yeah, basically. It's, it's like, it's like, uh, when you get to that point, you can't play any, like Denzel Washington now plays himself. He can't, he can't do yeah. anything other than, okay, okay. Else, yeah. What else is he going to do? <laughs> he can't. He gets, 
But I mean, when you know, he would be taxed at these really difficult acting roles, and now he's basically just playing. Uh, the The movie I really liked uh, that he, his most recent it was Two Guns. Did you see that with Mark Wahlberg? Uh, I did not. And I know that you have a thing against Wahlberg in general, but it was actually a decent movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> yes, Wahlberg is not. He's not going to win an Academy anytime soon. Yeah, I don't. At least I hope not. My God, what's this? Anyone remember Carbon Copy? Yes, yes, I remember Carbon Copy with um, uh, what's his name? Neil, not Neil. Uh, yeah, it was one of uh, Denzel Washington's first films, and I can't remember what was the name of the actor. Come on, Jay, if you remember Carbon Copy, you remember the actor's name. He was he was super big, and he was actually on Just Shoot Me. He was the editor in Just Shoot Me. Uh, oh, I, think, I know you're talking. He's the about grandfather in the Goldbergs. George Siegel. That's it. <clears throat> yeah, he's the grandfather in the Goldbergs now. <clears throat> but that was gotcha. a that was a long good way to go. But you know what I'm gonna do? I I've lost, and that's all this conversation. I've lost track of scores. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take our third and final break, and when we come back. Uh, I'm gonna tell everybody who won the game as soon as i total it up and then of course i, I won i won two to one didn't but, i <laughs> i know but i have to take a break so it's i win I just, let's i, I was go, go to commercial <laughs> announcing that okay that i'm the definitive champion <laughs> of movie trivia wow when did you, you can all suck it you you didn't want to throw down earlier now you're the yeah but worst. now that i won i want to gloat because all you <laughs> sons of bitches doubted me the worst, I stand. worst winner ever. <laughs> you heard it there. Mike Malloy, champion at uh, If You Can't Say Something Nice. And we'll get a little bit more from Mike and probably some more uh, trash talk when we come back. You're listening to a radio regardless. We'll be right back. Love food and wine? Get to know Salem, Mass. in a fun and delicious way. Join me on a Salem food tour. Our five-star rated walking tour gives guests the perfect opportunity to enjoy an afternoon with friends or coworkers. Great for locals and visitors, our tours book in advance and can be crafted for your special event. For more information on our tours and to make reservations, please visit us at SalemFoodTours.com. I'm a shithead, if you can believe it or not. I'm kind of a dumb person. It actually, uh, it got me landed on the terrorist watch list a couple years ago. I swear to God, I couldn't fly for a year because uh, me and my roommate used to play this fun game uh, called Who Can Write the Most Ridiculous Check Memo Each Month. Uh, and it got out of hand. Started out cheeky, started out fun, things like blowjobs and gangbang entrance fees. Quickly escalated. <laughs> things like the murder of John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> which, to his credit, he wrote in calligraphy, which added, added a touch of elegance. <laughs> about a dead eight-year-old. Uh, we were 23 years old, neither of us had jobs. We were doing a lot of day drinking and playing rock band at the time. Uh, so Wednesday afternoon, two gentlemen in suits show up uh, and inform us that we're being investigated as enemies of the state, which is really an honor. It's really- 
they have this thick folder of all our phone calls and text messages. It's really nice when somebody goes out of their way to get to know you like that. It makes you feel, makes you feel really important. And they sit us down, they're like, listen, we know you guys are just silly kids playing silly games, but every time you write a check memo for something like Al-Qaeda membership dues... <laughs> And you're back at Radio Regardless with me, your host, Mark Scalia. And that was Mike Malloy uh, from the Comedy Studio expressing his uh, experience with uh, bad check writing, uh, bad memos, <laughs> which is... And the bit's actually longer. I had to cut it down a little bit. It's much... Oh, there's so much more to it, but I had to... I've, and that's probably one of the longest clips. I didn't want to lose any of it. It was very funny. Is that a, is that based in uh, is that based on truth or is did that? So yeah, it's ba- it's based it's loosely based on a truth story. So uh, <laughs> it happened. It did happen. We did do that shit. I did get a visit from uh, it was an ATF agent, and I forget what the other what agency the other agent was from. But uh, at the time, I had it was after I had moved out of my apartment that I had with him. So. I got, we had that talking to separately. So that's the, the only thing that is untrue about that. Oh, uh, and he didn't say, he didn't say that Al Qaeda material. Which I made that up. That, that's but that's, oh my like God. It's a, it's, yeah. That is so fucking funny. That is so <laughs> yeah. fucking funny. So Mike, uh, let me, uh, let me do this before I, uh, before I, uh, let you go. Um, sure. a, cu- a couple things, actually. The first thing is, uh, I play this of all my, uh, all my guests, all my guests in entertainment, actually. Uh, I like to hear about your first best and worst times in the business, either on stage or an experience with something like that. And of course the first is always the, the thing that got you into the business. The best show is like, Oh, it's like the best time. It's my height of my career at the time. And the worst is the funniest fucking story. So I'll tell you what, if you could tell me and my listening audience about your first best and worst in that order, please. Sure. Uh, so my first time ever was at Dick Darty's Comedy Den back in the area, the Comedy Vault back uh, back on when it was on Boylston. This was uh, four years ago. It was January tenth, two thousand eleven, uh, and it was a. I mean, it was a Sunday night show. Went, did my set. It was nothing great, but I mean, <laughs> I, I, I like. Like watching back, like I'll watch it and like I was at least comfortable on stage. Hmm. Um, so it was just a matter of, you know, writing more and, and getting smarter and learning the nuances of it. Um, but, you know, as far as the, the groundwork, I, that was good. But as far as the content, it was all shit. Um, but, <laughs> but I mean, I got some laughs, which is good. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's it, like, it's funny because, like, I mean, I rotate my material so much that, like, None of the stuff that I that I had for my first year, I still use. But like, even stuff from like a year ago, I really like. Uh, you know, when you initially brought up that clip that you had originally, I was like, yeah, hey, I just don't use that anymore. And there's a lot of stuff that I just I get rid of because it just doesn't fit me, or it just I I just am not happy with it, or I'm bored with it. Like, if I get bored with something, I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> 
Because, like, if I'm bored with the yeah. bit and, like, yeah. it shows, like, how is that person in the audience supposed to give of a course. damn about a of bit? Of course. That I, like, a story that I'm telling that I'm even I'm like, and then, uh, and then, and then uh, like, why would they care? Like, yeah. You just go through their motions. And, yeah, it's like when I have a new bit and I'm doing it on stage, I fucking love it. And no matter how, yeah. it's, it's just exciting. Just love it to do it. You're excited to tell it. So, yeah. you want, I mean, that it translates. Um, the best gig I ever had, um, it's really hard to say. Um, I mean, anytime where I get off the stage and I'm just like, I'm <laughs> like, I'm not crazy. Like I'm not beating myself up over what happened. Like is a good, is the best. Like, cause I'm super critical of myself and anytime, you know, I can have a 10 minute set where nine minutes are amazing. And if one minute falls flat i'm just like that was the worst i hate that really um yeah i'm, I'm just hypercritical of myself that's that's just how i'm built <laughs> um so as far as best um i, I had a really great uh, i was out in denver last month i had a really great time out there i uh, did the comedy works out there it was a great time great great club Great audience, great staff, just everything was everything was awesome. So that's I mean that's probably and you know I spent a weekend there, got high as hell on, on the legal weed, yeah, uh, and it was great. I spent just a, a entire weekend in a hazy alcohol <laughs> and weed induced coma. Like I just yeah, and then I did comedy and it was fun. Yeah, fucking weed. <laughs> They yeah, got, weed is pretty sweet, and especially that weed that's like hydroponic, and it's like I've had medical medical marijuana, and it is. It felt like I was going to like a fancy cheese shop. Like <laughs> everything was all like artisan. Like this is handcrafted weed, and I'm just like, and <laughs> I smoke it. Is it going to make me trip sack? Then give it to me. Yeah. Give oh, and I, sweet. Drug. Well, you know Will Noonan, right? Yeah. Yeah, Will is uh Will he's he's kind of a connoisseur and he he was like you can actually ask for a specific like it'll tell you exactly what it's going to do. It's no more chances. Like when I was a kid growing up and we'd smoke weed, it was like whatever it did, it did. You never knew what it was going to do. And now you it's like designer stuff. You can go, I just want a low kind of buzz or I want to be a little paranoid or I want to be a little, yeah. you know. And you can it's like designer stuff. It's unfucking believable. You kids today, you got all the good shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, they got all the good the good dope. What it's is all on steroids? One of my listeners says I recommend <clears throat> Ma Mango Crush. I don't know what they got. I just told, I said, listen, give me one that's going to make me sleepy and one that's going to make me awake. And, <laughs> and then give me three of each. Three of each. Yeah. So I can, <laughs> so I can, after, after the show, I'm going to relax. And before the show, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> exactly. I need, uh, I need my, my wind down time. I don't need to be up. Now, was that the, now, was, shit. was that the best? Now, what about the worst? I don't think we heard that story. Oh, the worst. Yeah, because um, I'm not smoking weed. I got anyone I just, in Connect, anyone in Pro Rhode Island. That yeah, that's a state that needs any, a fence around it. <laughs> any any gig in Rhode Island ever? Yeah. The, it's just the worst. I hate it. I hate Rhode Island as a, a fucking place. You know, Rhode Island is. I I used to hate Rhode Island, and then I started doing shows in Connecticut, and I went. Connecticut is like Rhode Island. It's sucks like too. It's like Connecticut. Connecticut is Rhode Island's helmeted cousin. <laughs> yeah. It's, Awful, terrible stuff. So it's fucking worse. But what is the worst? One? What's one in particular? 
There was one in, I went to one in Providence once and it was a show and it was, there was music and comedy and it was the worst disaster <laughs> I ever, there was a goddamn pig in the bar. I shit you no, not. No, no, a, a pig, a domesticated pig walking around the bar and really, I, I just like, I was like, where are the adults? Why, why is this happening? <laughs> where are the adults? Who let a pig in the bar? <sighs> An actual in a city. It's not like we were in the country in a pig waltzed in. It was a a bar. It was a place of business in the city, in an urban environment. Pigs don't belong there. Open up, it's the pigs. <laughs> Stupid kind of pigs. <laughs> Fucking pigs at the bar. Like, was it like a pot-bellied pig or was it like a Yes, it was a pig and it was uh, and I thought it would <sighs> be fluffy and it wasn't. Its no, hair it's... was very sharp. Like a boar. I did not like <laughs> like a boar. Yeah, it was sharp. <laughs> it had sharp hair. It needs some goddamn conditioner. Give the goddamn pig a bath and give it some conditioner. Oh, my listeners are losing their shit. Can't have a pig. My, if you if you're not gonna make his hair <laughs> silky, that's not a pet. Then my listeners uh, are saying it's just hamming it up. Did you bring home the bacon? Stop it! Stop it! This is why. This is why I shouldn't go live with letting people participate. It's just unfucking pleasant in general. So, but the pig story—that's yeah. funny. That's one of the better stories I've heard. I forgot about that. Jesus, pig. Ah, who's I with though? I was with uh, Chase Belaine and I think Matt Kona. Oh my God! You know Matt yeah. Kona. I swear to God, I love Matt, but he—he was—he's been a guest on the show too, and he like he—he he will go into a re- like a room that I go, oh, it's a great room. He'll go, they go, oh, I had the worst fucking time there, and then he'll tell me about like this bizarre thing that really couldn't have happened, but it happened. Yeah, <laughs> he t- and it's always like his stories. It's like nobody else. He's like. um like bad shit kind of follows him in that way. It's, yeah, it's just the funniest thing. Uh, well, speaking of following, uh, guys, if you want to uh, follow Mike Malloy, you can uh, you can internet stalk him, and it's for free at on Twitter. So he types a lot of stuff, and he tells jokes, and he does all the stuff. He's at he's at at fake Mike Malloy. F a k e m i k e m u l l o y, and that's on Twitter on Facebook. He's Malloy.Mike. He's, uh, he's, you know, last name. Yeah, first, I don't, first I don't name. really use Facebook. No? Facebook's the worst. It's yeah. terrible. I hate it there. It's all, it's all awful. <laughs> it's an awful place. You don't like Facebook? I hate it. Facebook, I can't, I can't deal with it Facebook anymore. Facebook is about. All the clickbait, all the clickbait yeah. bullshit. I just, I can't, I can't do it anymore. You I don't know, care what Pokemon you are. <laughs> I don't care what Pokemon you, you tested in, wait, as wait. in your BuzzFeed quiz. Like nobody cares. <laughs> so it's just Twitter. It's, I just, I strictly fuck with Twitter because I can be a weirdo and nobody bothers me yeah. and it's nice. And they should actually, just, re, they should reinvent Twitter that you only get 20 characters and see what happens. <laughs> it would be a cluster fuck just as much, but uh, I don't know. It's so, all right. So that's how you can follow Mike and figure out what he's up to. And the other thing I was, let's say, does he, does he, does he like anything? No, he doesn't. He's, he, we'll follow him on Twitter. See what he likes. He uh, there's very few things that I like. Um, <laughs> He's got a girlfriend Migos, three blocks the, away. The rap group, the Migos. I like them. The Migos. Um, I like Baconators. Those are pretty good. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> he doesn't like 
I'll do it. I don't know what either of those things are. I just Baconators? <laughs> Bacon it's from Wendy's. It's delicious. <laughs> I thought it was, but I'm like, I haven't eaten eaten at Wendy's in forever. Like Yes, top- and the and the Migos are a, a rap group and oh. they're they're fantastic. I, I highly recommend. See, Taco Bell is my shit. You didn't hear the intro song, did you? It was Jay Giles. <laughs> Do you know Jay Giles? I didn't. No, it's Jay Giles. Well. Yeah, that is a tasty burger. <laughs> That's <laughs> fine. We're gonna move on. So, Mike, where can uh, where are you gonna be? Anything you got coming up? Anything you want to plug? Let my listeners know where oh, you're gonna be. Where the hell am I? Rhode um, Island. You're gonna be in Rhode Island with a this... pig. <laughs> oh, um, oh, one sec. Alrighty, where is my calendar? Ah, um. Thursday, tomorrow, I am at somewhere in New Bedford. I have no idea where. I should probably find out about that. Yeah. Uh, next Thursday, I'm at Castle of Comedy. and um, Castle of Comedy? Yeah, it's in uh, in Somerville. Um, the, the, oh, the, the thing, I don't know. It looks like a castle. It's in Somerville. <laughs> oh, it's the castle in Somerville. Oh, I know where the castle is. That's one of my yeah. favorite uh, got a flag on the top of it. Let's see. March 21st, I'm in New York. And then the next day, I'm doing uh, uh, Sunday Fun Day with Sam J and uh, Tawanda Gona at Laugh Boston. So that should be fun. Nice. I recommend, recommend yeah. that one. Busy guy coming up. Well, Mike, I'll tell you what, man. It's uh, It's been great having you. You were torturing my listeners. And by the way, yes, you did win. So now my listeners have to deal with that for a fucking week. <laughs> so put, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Um, but it's been great having you on, Mike. Hey, I, I know that you're very busy and you do a lot of stuff in the city, and I hope to get back down there. Or maybe you and I will bump into each other somewhere up in New Hampshire. Or maybe I'll even book a special pig night somewhere in Rhode Island. That'll happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to get conditioner for the pig and aloe vera because you got to do that. <laughs> but, but, Mike, it's been great having you on the show, and I really appreciate it, man. Sounds good. Thank you very much. All right. Take care, Mike. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Mike Malloy, everybody. Very funny. He's got a great pig story. I'd never even heard about the pig story. I. That's not like I performed with dogs running around and children. Yeah, he's busting our chops. <laughs> yeah, because you lost, you fuckers. Anyway. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is, uh, we're going to kind of put a nail in this tonight. It's been a fun show, but let me tell you where I'm going to be this weekend. Uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, <coughs> excuse me, I'm actually going to be the night off because I'm going to be prepping for something else. But Friday night, if you're in the Drake area, I will be headlining the show at Lo Kai, which is a Chinese restaurant, I'm guessing. <laughs> so Lo Kai on Friday night. And then Saturday, yeah, let's say, can you please say happy birthday to your niece? W- wait a minute. Her birthday isn't for like two days. Oh, I got to say it anyway. When I get when I go. All right. And Saturday, well, actually the 13th, which is my niece's birthday. Happy birthday. Oh, now she wants me to play happy birthday. Hang on. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, how about this one? Um, happy birthday. I'm sorry. There you go. Happy birthday. Well, that would be for Mary, because it is Mary. 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, the things I do. Happy birthday, because that's where I'm going to be Friday on my niece's birthday. Uh, she's going to be, wait a minute, she's going to be 12, right? Yes, I think so, if memory serves. I don't have it written down anywhere. It's not my, oh, wait a minute. No, you'll be, what? She'll be 13 on the 13th? No. No. No, she won't. She's going to be 11. She won't be 11. What? Anyway, I get, what? Oh, Mary, Mary Boo. Love you too, Boo. Uh, so that will be where I'm going to be on the 13th. Now, let me explain the 14th. It's a very intricate day. I got a lot of shit going on. I will, <clears throat> I will be <laughs> at roughly one or two o'clock. Actually, I think it's around 11 o'clock. I will be being, I will be up at the Fern Walk. <laughs> can't even get through it. <clears throat> I can't even get through it. I'm going to be up the Ferncroft Country Club in Danvers, Mass., and I'll be playing Olaf. <laughs> for the, for, yeah, I'll be dressed up as Olaf. But the thing about Olaf, usually when you play a character, you can't speak. But apparently Olaf can, so I'm going to be speaking like Olaf. And then I have to go down to Quincy and get some tax business done or get some blah, blah, blah. And then after that, I'm going to be playing uh, the Elks Lodge uh, down in Franklin for the comedy and hypnosis show. I will be the comedy and uh, the hypnotist will be the hypnosis. And then after that, because that shows at like 7, 7.30, I should be done at 8.30, then I'm doing a private event in Raynham, Mass, uh, later on that night. <sighs> a lot of shit going on. A lot of stuff going on. So, hey guys, thanks uh, thanks for joining me on Radio Irregardless. You're non-standard blend of irrespective. And regardless, it's, uh, no, no feather barrels. It's not feather barrels. It's not going to happen. Next week... March 18th, my guest will be Danny Gill, a very funny comedian out of the Boston area. Hey, guys, spring is in the air. Only like nine more days. See you next week. This has been Radio Irregardless, hosted by Mark Scalia, your non-standard blend of irrespective listening and regardless enjoying. Radio Irregardless was written, directed, and produced by Mark Scalia and broadcast live from Salem, Massachusetts via Mixler.com. I'd like to thank my on-air guests, courtesy of Skype, and all the online listeners for their comments. The Radio Irregardless theme music, If Only I Had a Pen, was written and composed by Derek Dupuy. All material and content, property of MS Enterprises, and copyrighted 2015. Thank you for listening. And finally, anyone who uses the terms irregardless, a whole nother, or all of the sudden shall be sent to a work camp.